0: Welcome to the Smirconish podcast for independent
1: minds. Hey, gang, it's Tuesday. It's the 9th of January 2024. Poll question today at Smirconish.com. Should Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin resign? Thank you so much for voting on today's poll question. For voting on every day's poll question, please make sure that you're following this podcast. So the Secretary of Defense remains hospitalized at Walter Reed. We wish him Godspeed with regard to his recovery. He was moved out of intensive care yesterday, meaning Monday. He remains in the hospital. It's unclear exactly what his condition might be. It's also unclear when he will be released. Criticism continues to mount over the lack of transparency on the part of the Department of Defense and the Defense Secretary relative to the lack of transparency, especially when the U.S. finds itself indirectly involved in two wars, the Israeli a war in Hamas against Gaza, uh, and, of course, the Ukraine war against the invading Russian army. So Politico, which has had pretty good coverage, I think, they were initially broke this story. Laura Seligman from Politico, the Defense Department reporter, was on the program with me yesterday. Today, they've produced a timeline. Let me run through it in short order. This is the Smirkanish podcast from Sirius XM. program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Today, they've produced a timeline. Let me run through it in short order. It begins on Friday, December 22nd. On that day, Austin has an elective medical procedure at Walter Reed. The Pentagon did not inform the White House or Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks, certain operational authorities are transferred to her. Not not sure exactly what that means. Saturday, December 23rd, he returns home after the procedure. So he's back at his house one day later, about a week later, Monday, January 1. So New Year's Day, that evening, he experiences severe pain due to complications from the earlier procedure, and he's taken by ambulance back to Walter Reed. Okay, so he had a procedure on the 22nd. Unfortunately, on the 1st, he's got a complication. Now he's back in the hospital. The following day, January 2nd, his top staffers and press officials, including DOD spokesperson Major General Pat Ryder, Pentagon Press Chief Chris Meager, and DOD Chief of Staff Kelly Magzaman, they learn that Austin is in the hospital. Hicks the deputy secretary, is vacationing in Puerto Rico. She's told that she'll be assuming some of Austin's duties, but she's not told that he's in the hospital. Staff for Austin and Hicks, along with the joint staff, are informed of the transfer through regular email notification procedures. Well, there are a lot of questions still remaining about this. Okay, Thursday, January 4th, Magriman, remember Magriman is the Department of Defense Chief of Staff is ill informs Hicks, remember vacationing in Puerto Rico and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan of Austin's hospitalization and Sullivan briefs the president. So so Hicks who is the deputy, you know, has the reins of power for two full days. Actually the second, the third and part of the 4th without knowing why, without knowing that the Secretary of Defense is in intensive care at Walter Reed. That's not good. Uh, Now we go to Friday, one day later, at 5.03, Ryder, the spokesman, releases a public statement disclosing that Austin had been admitted to Walter Reed and was expected to return to his full duties that day. So that brings you forward through last Friday, Uh, Yesterday, Ryder had a press briefing, albeit not on camera, provided further details about the episode, acknowledged that he knew on January 2nd of Austin's hospitalization, he apologized and pledged to keep the Pentagon press corps better informed. As the New York Times points out today, a lot of questions remain, quote, despite the 70-minute briefing at the Pentagon on Monday, many questions remain about Mr. Austin's medical condition and why White House officials... Lawmakers and even other top Pentagon aides were not notified sooner. Also unclear is how and when the secretary's responsibilities were delegated to Ms. Hicks and why days passed before Mr. Biden and Congress were notified. And then with regard to the statement that was issued last Friday, they say at 5.03 p.m. on Friday, General Ryder issued a bare bones statement saying that Mr. Austin had been in the hospital all week from unspecified complications After an unspecified medical procedure, at all times the Deputy Secretary of Defense was prepared to act and exercise the powers of the secretary if required. No mention was made of the fact that the Deputy Secretary, Hicks, was in Puerto Rico on vacation and had found out only the day before that Austin was in the hospital. Look, it's a a debacle in terms of the way in which it was handled. Uh, We have good uh, uh, coverage today in the Smirconish.com newsletter. One opinion piece that I published calls for his resignation. Another, an explanatory article which says that President Biden is supportive of Secretary Austin. And even if Secretary Austin were to offer his resignation, President Biden, according to this report, is not going to accept it. What do you think? Should the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, resign? Go vote at smirconish.com. Follow the podcast while you're there, and perhaps you'll even leave a review. Thank you for that.
0: The Smirconish Podcast, for independent minds.
1: Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app.
0: Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing.